Tito Bite, I followed the directions you gave me. Oh, Raspinator likes this room. Lots of pretty shiny buttons. What does this one do? Gar garbage O's? What? Garbage O's. It's delicious breakfast cereal that has all your daily minerals and energon you will need throughout the day. The Waspinator finds that one boring. Ooh, this one has a duck. What does this one do? Ah, Waspinator no longer interested. Waspinator must have gotten wrong directions. What are you doing here? Get out. Uh, Waspinator was just leaving. I don't have the energy for funny banter. Let's just tune into the show. Welcome to another special segment of Kilobytes Corner, where I cover the comics Onyx Prime and Computron are too busy to revisit, but are part of the timeline. And I'll be your host today, Kilobyte, and with me is supposed to be Waspinator, but he hasn't shown up and it's been a, a few clicks, so I guess I'll start without him. Today we'll be covering IDW Revolution. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, I highly recommend you go and read the comic and then come back and listen to the podcast. Now, onwards with the podcast... First, let's dive into some fun facts and some trivia. Uh, there are six uh, issues in the in this volume. Issue 0 was released July 6, 2016, and issue 5, November 30th of the same year. The writers are John Barber and Cullen Bunn, an artist by Fico Ozio with colors by Sebastian Cheng. Now for some trivia. In issue 1, the splash panel introducing the situation in Portland includes the city's Maquam Bridge, and a passable, accurate rendition of its skyline, though the relative locations are a little bit fudged. In issue 4, an error occurs. The fluid coming out of Arcee's gouged eye is colored like blood, and on page 19, she is seen with both eyes intact. Hmm. And for the last issue, number 5, the cyberglyphics used to represent Bar and Karsa's speech last issue were not just an in-joke, in this issue, we'll learn he really is speaking ancient Cybertronian, which is logical enough for an occupant of a universe created by an ancient Cybertronian. Cyberglyphics were presented as an ancient Cybertronian language in the media that introduced him, which was the Revenge of the Fallen movie. And then Carson's line on the page one translates to, I want my dollars, which is pretty funny. Now for some summaries. Joe Colton brings some of his closest associates together to discuss the danger that Cybertronians pose to Earth. Evidence of a conspiracy to frame G.I. Joe emerges just as a case of mistaken identity results in the organization pitting itself against the Transformers. While Optimus Prime unit confronts Rum, Cup and Aileron come under attack from the forces of Mask. The Transformers once again clash with Rum and with the fate of their home dimension hanging in the balance, the Micronauts must join in the action. While Miles Mayhem makes his move, Optimus Prime's team must unite with Snake Eyes, Rom, and the Micronauts to fight off the attack from the combined forces of Mask and the Dire Wraiths. And finally, our heroes unite for the final battle with Baron Karsa. In the beginning, we get an introduction to G.I. Joe, what they've been doing. They also give us a recap of all the events that have happened before when the 
uh, Optimus and the Decepticons showed up on Earth, when they fought, when Megatron conquered Earth, when the Autobots uh, managed to get the Decepticons to leave Earth. Uh, and so how the G.I. Joes feel about this and uh, why their program was discontinued, but now they've been called back to action. Uh, the, a conflict occurs between Jazz and R.C., versus the G.I. Joes, and uh, Optimus, Soundwave, Windblade, and Victorian appear to try to help with that conflict, but Rom appears and uh, makes it worse by killing uh, Joe Colton, and uh, Optimus decides to investigate why this mysterious character appeared and just killed humans, and kind of messing up his plans of trying to keep the peace. Through that, they they managed to follow Rom and kind of fight and capture him. And in that fight, uh, Optimus does his signature move, which is transform into truck and run you over to Rom. And he gets the information that Rom is on Earth trying to kill the wraiths that have invaded Earth. And they're trying to use Or 13 to give them themselves powers. And so they make an alliance... And they go back to base to see how they can uh, fix this. And in the meantime, Cup and Aileron are exploring an explosion that happened out at Mount Olympus in Greece. Where a bunch of Or-13 was discovered by uh, another franchise called Action Man. And through that exploration, Cup finds that there's a, a space bridge that was activated down there. And that's what caused the explosion. But before he gets a chance to tell Optimus, he gets attacked by a group called Mask, which is led by Miles Mayhem, a contractor brought in by G.I. Joe to help with the Cybertronian problems. And so Mask is a group of different individuals that are proficient in different fields. Uh, they don't really explain which fields, but they have these vehicles that use Cybertronian tech that they can blend in and hide just like the Cybertronians do. And so Cup doesn't see them coming, and neither does Aileron. And so they get into this fight, but Cup gets captured, Aileron, es Aileron escapes, and meets up with Optimus and explains that a uh, space bridge was activated, and what's going on with that. Uh, in the meantime, we get introduced to the Micronauts that are in the uh, Micron micro dimension, if I'm not mistaken. And so they're exploring it, help with the help of Barn Karsa because they're trying to save it. It seems to be collapsing upon itself and they wanna they wanna rescue it. And they come face to face to Micronus Prime, which is a pretty cool design. I really like it. And so uh, they get a, another visitor that appears through a, a space bridge portal that they have in their ship, telling them that they need to go through the portal and escape before Barn Karsa enacts his plan because he's trying to use the Or-13 on Earth to activate a the space bridge and kind of suck in Earth in that dimension into the Micron dimension so the Micron dimension can survive. And when they exit the space bridge, they come face to face with Optimus and his team. Snake Eyes has infiltrated the base and was in the middle of a battle when the Micronauts appear uh, with RC as well. And once they're all a little bit acquainted and trying to bring in the peace they they get attacked by masks um, by mask once again and by the dire wraiths uh, at the metroplex home base or not the metroplex the titan base home base and uh there's this big battle brewing and happening at the base and gi joe decides to join in 
And now you have G.I. Joe fighting the raids with Optimus, the Micronauts, and Rom all together. And it seems that uh, all hopes... It, it seems like it's, it's under control. Uh, Mr. Mayhem was in league with the raids and was using them to defeat the Cybertronians. So kind of how the saying, the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so he ended up using the raids to fight the Cybertronians, but then the raids are like, you're just worthless. And so it just became a, you were just helping me for a means to an end kind of scenario. But then Baron Karza activates a special ability that uh, the Micronaut Universe characters seem to have, which is like they absorb materials and beings and powers like that. I don't know exactly how it works, but that's how it kind of looks like it. And he uses, he merges with Dire Raids, he gets 413 mixed in there, and then he uses the power of the Space Witch uh, as well, and he becomes this huge uh, entity creature with spikes and flesh but also armor it kind of looks like a shredder but like a like a, an organic shredder from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles which looks pretty cool I like it and so now that this new entity big bad is out here then everybody focuses their attention to take out Baron Carso and the Micronauts end up sacrificing themselves and using their powers to uh, collapse the space bridge before Baron Carso could do anything and a big explosion happens, and Baron Karza is defeated. But at the end, there's a little tease that the Micronauts have been captured by G.I. Joe, and they're going to be experimented on. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, I'm sure you can find that out in the G.I. Joe comics. But overall, it's a decent story. It introduces a bunch of characters. It's a decent like start to this big event in the IDW world. And uh, the only thing I didn't really like was the, there was a lot of text. There's a lot of text bubbles. And it's a little bit distracting sometimes when you're trying to keep track of who's talking, what's going on. And you just get all this big explanations right after the other, one after the other. And it's just so much to keep track of. And it was kind of like driving me a little bit crazy. There's also these bubbles that tell you who's on that page and who, like where they are from. And... I feel like it was like every single page that a character was on there, they had one of those and it was kind of starting to get a, a little bit annoying uh, because it, it wasn't just like at the beginning, like the first time they get introduced, it was every almost every single time that they appeared on screen. It was like, hey, this is Soundwave. Hey, this is Soundwave. And I'm like, that's, I, I get Soundwave. But so it was a little bit distracting. But the art is beautiful. There's this panel towards the end. Baron Karsa tries to take Optimus with him. Uh, as the portal collapses and he rips off Optimus's chest plate and you can see the matrix and the, the the his windows get shattered and it's a beautiful panel I really really love it I like uh, what the artist did there and the colorings and all it's very amazing very beautiful I also wanted to say that Jazz loses an arm so that means the counter mask go up <laughs> poor Jazz <laughs> and he also said that his left arm was his favorite arm so <laughs> Other than that, uh, I would have to rate this out of five rod stars a 2.5 just because it was uh, like a lot to take in. I feel like if they would have expanded a little bit more, uh, maybe more issues, it would have been a little bit better. But it's like you, you get the G.I. Joe and then suddenly Rum appears and then suddenly the Micronauts appear and then Baron Karsha and 
and all of these just kind of mixed all together. So it was a little bit too much, I think, for such so 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 many small issues. Uh, but overall, uh, like the like other than that, the art was very cool. The characters you got to see a lot of different characters from all the franchises. So if you do like multiple of those franchises, you got to experience them all. They all got something to do with the story. So that was pretty cool. Victoria looks pretty cool. Like they they're very spiky now, and they their helmet looks a little bit like a samurai helmet, which I like. So uh, two point five. But I want to ask you, listeners, uh, what do you think of these comics, and how many rosters would you give it? Please uh, let us know at the the comments down below. We do not have any emails today, but if you'd like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at sourcebarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. As for that, I do have a new toy that I wanted to talk about. I have the Legacy Blitzwing, and I really, really, really like it. I know uh, there's been a discussion of the tank mode, that it has the plane cockpit in the front. It doesn't really look that good. Uh, but for me, uh, I really like it. I really, I think it. it's kind of hard to do a triple changer that's a plane and a tank, which don't have any sh- any similar shapes to them. So I feel like this is a very good Blitzwing uh, that they've done. And uh, I'm really, I'm really enjoying this 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 toy in addition to that i am streaming over on twitch.tv slash kilobyte prime on tuesdays and thursdays at 8 p.m pacific standard time because that's when the cybertronian signal reaches earth so if you're interested to just hop in talk with me hang out see some cool games and just a lot of fun you're welcome to do that and you can find me again on twitch.tv slash kilobyte prime If you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers uh, that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and entry to our Discord channel. You'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before they're publicly released. And also, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never held before, so please make sure you click that subscribe button and tell your friends that it's a good time. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening to all our one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, Try checking out the spinoff D&D series, Transform Rollout. The first season, Rise of the World Killers, is completely out now. Let us tune in for a preview now. Well, it looks like we have another partner, and I pick up the baby, and I take it with us. The baby, completely unaware of what's going on, just kind of like snuggles up against your arm and falls asleep. It makes it even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Fascinating. There's also a YouTube channel with bonus content with a link provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon where you can get even more bonus content such as several 3D files and access to their Discord. Links will be provided below. And transmission.